If you're tuning in, welcome. And let's get right to it and talk some New York Mets baseball. I know we're all on cloud nine right now. This team is playing really good in all aspects of the game. Defense, pitching, offense. We come off this 6-0 and homestand against the Phillies and the Nationals where we sweep them both. Um, the Mets are thirty, uh, the first team to thirty-five wins this season, eight and two in the last ten. They're on a six-game win streak and have a run differential of seventy-seven. That's plus seventy-seven, third highest in the major leagues. Um, look, I'm not going to break down too much of the National Series just because I expected the Mets to to, you know, dominate the way they did. The Nationals are just not a good team. All they have is Soto, and I mean, we were able to really neutralize him and not let anybody else beat us. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not worried about the Nationals. Like I've said, that's just not a very good team, and that's what good teams do. They, I mean, they beat up on the good on the bad teams. Uh, we can only play whoever is on our schedule. Um, the thing that's that's sticking out to me about the Mets has been the collective effort. And it's really been amazing how everybody has a hand in the success that the Mets have been having so far this season. And I'm not even talking about Lindor or Alonzo. I'm talking about guys like Nick Plummer. I'm talking about guys like Marte. I'm talking about guys like Luis Guillorme. I'm talking about Nitto, yo, like, the team is really playing together, like, everybody, any single, any given night, it's somebody else that is contributing and getting a big hit and getting on base or making a play on the infield, it's just been a great, it's been great to see the team effort, the team wins, um, it's not just one guy carrying this team. It's really been a collective effort. Uh, the bullpen is still a little shaky here and there. It's, it, you know, it could be spotty, hit or miss, but for the most part, it's, it's been a pretty good bullpen. Um, can it be better? Sure. Can we go out there and make a move? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Mets will, but I mean, other than that, the bullpen has, has done a pretty decent job in my eyes. Um, you know, the offense, I go back to the offense because when you have three of your five starters, Scherzer, McGill, and DeGrom, who hasn't even thrown a pitch this season, when you have three of your five starters that are not available to you, then, and more, and they're the one, two, three starters, by the way, it's really up to the offense to to bail out the pitching a little bit and help out. And that's exactly what they've done. Um, you know, I go back and I say, it's not just Lindor and Alonzo. It's everybody. You know, when you look at where the Mets offenses, offense ranks, their batting average is first in the major leagues. On base percentage, first. Hits, first. RBIs, first. They're first in triples. Second in runs. Like I said, third in run differential, fifth in slugging. These are MLB ranks. This is this is what the Mets offense has done this season. It they go to battle. They enter the game in battle mode. And it doesn't matter if the opposing team's 
scored three runs in an inning to take a 3-0 lead, the Mets will come right back in the bottom half or the top half of the inning right after that and score two runs, three runs, five runs to take the lead. So it's really been mind-blowing how well the Mets have come back to answer the call. Um, So that's really good to see, and it's really important that they keep on doing that, especially these next 13 games, this West Coast trip that brings us against the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Angels. Um, You know, one thing I'm going to say about the Dodgers is that's still a good team, okay? The Dodgers are a good team. I just don't think that they're the same team that they've been these past three, four, five seasons. Um, they have issues going into this series against the Mets also. They have a you know, semi-beat-up pitching staff. They got some injuries. Kimbrell, he is... He's available, but he's not pitching well. So he's not going to pitch again again until Friday, if, if I read correctly. Um, so I don't think this Dodger team really scares me. They're just... Something about them is not the same. Now, what is the same is Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts comes into the series really hot. He had a really good month of May where he had like 22 extra base hits, 12 home runs, 27 RBIs. Batted 342. Uh, Trey Turner comes into this series on a 24-game hitting streak. But we had Alonzo in May. We had Alonzo. He batted 315 on base of 398, nine home runs, 30 RBIs. Really uh, settling in and, you know, a little better at the dish. His, his glove work at first base has been pretty good, I'd say. He had a couple of errors the other night, but uh, for the most part, he's been pretty good. Um, and, and speaking of Alonzo and Lindor, you know, I, I tweeted out uh, a couple weeks ago. So let me take you back. Lindor, oh, I'll start with Alonzo. Alonzo since May 15th, okay? And I point out May 15th because in that game, it was against the Mariners on Sunday, and he struck out to end that game. And in that game, the, the Mets were down Eight to three, if my memory serves me correctly, they were down eight to three in the ninth inning, and we rally back. Uh, we score four runs, we get it to eight to seven, and Alonzo's just swinging at everything up there. Fast forward to two days later, Lindor against the Cardinal against the Cardinals strikes out to end the game, uh, looking a, a little lost at the plate. In that at bat. And I point out those two instances because when I have my three and four hitters up to bat, I expect them to put the ball in play. Especially when you have a lineup at the very top, your one and two hitters that get on base. It's the number three hitter and the number four hitters role to to drive those run in, to move the runners over and not strike out. Um, so I was upset. Like I tweeted out right after that. And it's not that I'm against Lindor. It's just that I, I didn't like seeing that Alonzo striking out to end the game two days earlier. And then Lindor to strike out to end the game two days later. And since then, Lindor, 13 games, 
has batted around 350, 21 RBIs, which includes a current streak of, of uh, 10 games with an RBI, two doubles, two triples, two home runs, and on-base percentage of 433. And then Alonzo, 15 games since he struck out to end the game against the Mariners, batting 315, 10 walks, 5 home runs, 18 RBIs, including a, uh, a walk-off home run at City Field against the Cardinals. So they really answered the call. I like to think that I'm responsible for that. But they really have been playing great baseball, hitting the ball really well, patience at the dish, um, and that's all I wanted to see from my three and four hitters. That's all I wanted to see. Um, and in regards to the lineup, I like how Buck Showalter has gone to Jeff McNeil in the number five spot. Eduardo Escobar batted fifth for the most part in, you know, I'd say the first six weeks of the season. Uh, then all of a sudden, he puts McNeil at the number five spot and it's been, you know, it's been really good. I think we're about six and two with McNeil, uh, with with those three, four, and five hitters, uh, Lindor, Alonzo, and McNeil. I think we're six and two on the season, something like that. Uh, so, you know, McNeil's hitting the ball really well. I mean, you can't even shift against the guy anymore because he'll find he'll find a hole somewhere, uh, and he looks really relaxed up at the plate, which is really good to see because he 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 just. Didn't look like himself for the past two seasons. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's really a bright spot for me. The turnaround here in the last 15 games of Lindor and Alonzo have really, really put the Mets offense to the next level. And that's what you want from those two players. That's what you want from two of your franchise players. Okay, we can sit here and argue Lindor's the franchise, or we can sit here and argue that Alonzo's the face of the franchise. I don't, I, there's no argument there. I view them as both being two focal points of this franchise, of this lineup. So I can't stress that enough. What the Mets have done offensively has been, um, has been really mind-blowing. The, the team just doesn't die. Uh, we can talk about the pitching a little bit. Uh, like I said, the relievers, they, uh, they've they been holding their own, okay? Uh, again, a collective effort, like I mentioned earlier. It's, it's, it's guys just stepping in when their number's called, when they're up warming up, and they get that call to, to come out and pitch. They're really, uh, you know doing their part for the most part uh the, you know obviously there's 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 a couple hiccups here and there but who's not going to have them right but you guys you got guys like Holderman who's pitching really well you got guys like uh Drew Smith you know he's not as good as he's been as as he was in April but he still gets those those big outs in crucial moments um you know Aravino, I wish he, um, I wish he would throw that slider a little more. I mean, that's his, that's his strikeout pitch. Uh, he had 
he served one up against uh, the Phillies on on Castellanos, who 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 rocked the home run against him. And you know, you wish he just fucking threw him sliders after sliders. But uh, Joely Rodriguez is another one who's been pitching really well. He also had a hiccup against the uh, the Phillies where he gave up two runs. But other than that, he's been a pretty nice acquisition. A guy that we traded for uh, right before the season. Uh, Shreve hasn't been terrible. I don't, I don't trust Shreve that much, to be honest with you. I don't trust him that much. Uh, he's going to have to really uh, get it together against the Dodgers if he's going to come into pitch because the Dodgers um the Dodgers struggle a little bit against the the lefties but uh man I just don't trust uh Shreve at all to be honest with you we got Walker Walker Taiwan Walker going uh game one against the Dodgers um he hasn't pitched very well against the Dodgers he's got around a 4.3 ERA but he uh his last time out against the Dodgers, I believe he took a no hitter last season to the seventh inning. So hopefully this California weather will uh will allow Walker and the rest of the pitching staff to to pitch well. Um you know, the Dodgers have some injuries, like I mentioned earlier, but they have the four starters that they're throwing against the Mets are no pushover. Uh, this is a team that just got swept by the Pirates. They actually had trouble with the Pirates uh, in their first series in Pittsburgh. I think their bullpen had a meltdown in that one too. Um, so, you know, I expect a, a pretty close, maybe even low-scoring series between these two teams just because it's going to be a playoff-like atmosphere. It really is going to feel that way, especially... For me as a fan, it's going to feel that way. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Mets are going to want to go into Los Angeles and, and prove themselves. And they should. They should prove themselves. And this is not a make-or-break series. This is not a make-or-break West Coast trip. Let, let me make that clear. But it is a chance for the Mets to show everybody. Because I feel like the Mets are not getting the respect that they deserve with 35 wins, being the only team that has 35 wins, okay, when you have that kind of record, it's no accident at this point, okay, because the Mets have found many different ways to win games, so it'd be nice if we come out of Los Angeles winning three out of four, because I think then Everybody will be put on notice. Everybody will see that we are not a fluke. Okay? The Dodgers are still a good team. Just because they got swept by, by the Pirates doesn't make them a bad team. But like I mentioned earlier, I don't believe that the Dodgers are the same team. Alright? Uh, we're going to see some familiar faces. We're going to see Freddie Freeman, who has a 305 career batting average against the Mets, 28 home runs, 115 RBIs. Um, we'll also see Kevin Pillar. I hope he doesn't come back to uh, torture us. Hopefully not. We were nice to him. We like Kevin Pillar. Hopefully he doesn't. Uh, hopefully he doesn't do any damage to us. We will not be seeing Max Muncy for the. LA Dodgers he's hurt 
so uh, we won't have to worry about him. Although I think his, uh, if uh, I remember looking, his career numbers are not uh, that great against the Mets. I'm gonna go over a few numbers here. Uh, some may favor the Mets, some may favor the Dodgers. Uh, Chris Taylor, he's got the third highest strikeout rate, 33% of the time. Uh, he's tied for fourth in the major leagues. In strikeouts, top to bottom with 61. Cody Bellinger also striking out 30% of the time. Only one Met is inside the top 45 with a high strikeout rate. Uh, and that's Escobar at 24% of the time he's striking out. Uh, Diaz comes in with 11 saves. The Mets have three relievers in the top 30 and holds. I, again, the bullpen. We think about the Mets bullpen and we say, man, it's not that good. We need help. We got to trade for so-and-so. It hasn't been that terrible. Okay? Three relievers in the top 30 and holds. Um, Joely Rodriguez, 11th, with a walk rate of 15.5. The Dodger relievers have given up the fewest walks on the season with 53. That's going to be the key, I think. I think the key is going to be the bullpen on both sides because the Dodgers have a bullpen that doesn't walk a lot and walks are just killer in baseball, right? We all know that. Uh, but they don't have their their normal guys out there because they're they're hurt. And our bullpen again, right? It's 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 good. It's not great. So I really believe it's going to come down to bullpen and and the managing of the bullpen. So between Dave Roberts and Buck Showalter, uh, we're about to see, uh, we're about to really see Buck Showalter in action here. Uh, Mookie Betts leads the National League with 15 home runs, followed by Alonzo with 13. Alonzo, Lindor, Trey Turner, their top five in RBIs in the National League. And like I mentioned earlier, the Mets <clears throat> are tied in the majors with 13 triples. Uh, man, enjoy the game, get you a strong cup of coffee in the mornings because these West Coast trips will drain the fuck out of you. <clears throat> and, um, you know, the losses tend to sting a little more. So let's hope that the Mets don't, uh, don't let us down at this point because I think, I think, uh, I think the Mets are a really good team. They're no pushover, and I think they've shown that so far. A very interesting stat, the Mets are 4-0 in extra inning games, but that's not what's interesting. What's interesting is in three of those four games, they have come from behind to score the tie-in run before going to extras. So that right there tells you that the team battles to the very last at-bat, they don't give up they don't quit you know in the past the Mets offense would just go to sleep like we would be down three runs four runs heck even two two runs late in the game and the offense would just die so it's a combination okay that is a combination of Eric Chavez and Billy Epler believe it or not Epler doesn't play baseball but he got these guys together. He brought in Marte. He brought in Canna. And, you know, it's uh, everything is really 
going the Mets way. It's breaking the Mets way. Usually things break against the Mets. Well, I, I think the baseball gods might be a little bit on our side now. And that's that's a nice feeling. It feels good to be on the right end of the stick. And, um, you know, I, I, a good collective effort that we're seeing from this baseball team. I think it's safe to say we can call the Mets a baseball team and a baseball organization. Because from top to bottom... All the way from Steve Cohen to the twenty-sixth man, you know, it, it it just it just has it all has a different uh, feel. So, I hope you guys enjoy the game. I hope you guys um, you know get to see some good Mets baseball and enjoy these late night games that will be a little stressful at times. But hang in there because uh, the you know. The Mets are gonna give us. They're gonna put out a product that we are uh, that we're proud of at the end. So, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Raw Uncut Sports. I'm still trying to figure out a name for this thing, but in the meantime, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk some Mets maybe during the series, maybe after the series. We'll see how it goes. <laughs>